What's up, everyone? Thank you for your attention. Hopefully, this uh, podcast can be a useful tool for us, where we're able to um, I'm able to pass along information and housekeeping things to you in a timely manner. You can kind of listen to it whenever you like. And then, of course, if you have any questions, you can follow up with me directly or shoot me an email. I'll try to. Uh, shoot out an email with kind of the overall meeting notes here. So I apologize in advance if it's extremely boring or if I stumble over my own words. But uh, getting started with uh, a couple of housekeeping items here. One thing I wanted to hit on is um, making sure to really discuss the importance of taking the next RO. So in our shop with kind of the honor system going. Uh, Not everybody is always looking, obviously, but what I really need you guys to do is if the ROs are in order, you just, you take the next RO. That's, uh, That's really the end of what needs to happen with that. Don't, don't, uh, go through the ROs or try to see what the next job is. Just, you know, go up and if you're grabbing an RO, you're going to grab it and that's going to be your ticket. So the best thing you can do, obviously, to try to hedge your bets against if you're getting a bunch of crappy tickets, just, you know, try to do do better with your time and don't spend a lot of time on something that isn't going to pay a lot. I'm not, I'm not suggesting to just shotgun cars out of the door prematurely, but, um, yeah, let me know what your thoughts are on that. If you feel that dispatching needs to be improved or or if you are feeling slighted somehow, because I certainly don't want that uh, atmosphere in the shop. But let's just do each other a favor. Grab the next RO. That's, uh, you know, the the good way to keep each other all all in balance. So uh, moving on next parking. We all know parking is a freaking situation uh, all its own. And And while I'm trying to get out of the habit of personally apologizing for things that aren't my fault, I know that we are all in the same boat with parking. So I do apologize for you guys having to take uh, extra time out of your day. I hope to have it relatively sorted out, at least having some organization and structure to it. Um, That's an ongoing thing, of course, working with Josh and working with sales and service porters to make sure that we're getting as organized uh, as possible. But I appreciate your patience in the short term because I know it's a pain in the ass. Just do me a favor. Make sure that you mark the key spot. Like if you're parking a car, just mark where you parked it at. Um, Really trying to make sure that everyone is doing that so there's no no looking for cars without knowing where they are exactly. We should always kind of have an idea about where they are. Um, thirdly, I'd like to, to ask, most of you are pretty good at this, but uh, just a, a friendly reminder when you're going to be off, um, even if it's just two days, like if you've got the split week, um, do your best to try to keep your bay clear, like of any cars, unless it's just uh, prohibitively disassembled on your rack and it's going to take a lot more time for you to get it put back together to get it pushed out or whatnot. Just do me a favor and uh, try to clear your rack so that way we can have the use of it uh, during the time that you are off, you know, for waiters or, or things like that. It's very, very useful and helpful. Moving on to a little bit, a couple items with used cars. I know we have Mario and Rolando uh, taking the head on the used cars. So just so everyone is 
is in the loop. Uh, all off-brand cars uh, go to Mario and Rolando. So anytime an off-brand is coming in here, uh, it's going to go to those guys. They're keeping an eye on uh, a lot of the inspections. But sometimes if we're really busy, then we'll have you know mini inspections or CPOs that are coming into the shop for dispatch. So I want to make sure everyone is on the same page about what we need. And as far as documentation goes, I know there's a little bit of um, confusion perhaps about when to caution something and when to fail something. So uh, caution, yellow, fail, red, obviously. Um, that has kind of been a time, um, it, it's really open for interpretation, and I wanted to try to give us a little bit more standardization with respect to that. So something that is uh, that I heard about that I think is really helpful is Uh, Red is, if you're going to mark something red, if you're going to fail something, red is detrimental to the operational safetiness of the car. So again, red is detrimental to the operational safetiness of the car. If, If you find that there's something like leaking, if it's coolant, obviously I would say that that's red because that's going to be detrimental. But if it's an oil leak, even if it is a pretty big oil leak, that could be argued that that's not detrimental. You just kind of keep topping up the oil and then uh, let Jeremy decide, you know, what he wants to do, whether it's uh, fix the oil leak or maybe he'll use a little bit of money that he has to, to put into tires or brakes or something that might be considered a little bit more important. So I just wanted to go over that uh, little reminder for what is caution and what is fail. For the most part, I think we'll have a lot more cautions in this case, uh, especially in the over 80 cars. The over 80 cars stop, start, steer. We're really just trying to get a reasonably priced car on the road, and that doesn't mean reconditioning it. So, of course, we give our our findings and our thoughts about what needs to be done on the car, but um, overall, we're just here to to support getting a little bit uh, cheaper vehicles on the road because there's a need for you know, $5,000 car, $10,000 car. So we'll just try our best to, to use our expertise to advise what is truly needed. Um, also, I wanted to remind everyone on used cars, uh, mostly minis, but it's it's a good practice for, for all used cars, even off-brands, to do a USB test and do an audio test for any uh, after, not aftermarket, but you know, if it's got an auxiliary cord or it's got a USB USB port, I'd like you guys to check that to make sure that it's functioning. We have had a couple cars that were delivered, a couple countrymen's that had bad radios, but we didn't test the function of, of that before we did uh, the inspection. And so it was uh, a little sloppy because the customer had to come back and then we had to fix it and it it kind of messes with our credibility when we tell them that we have this huge you know 300 point inspection and then we don't check something as simple as the audio so um, same thing with bluetooth do me a favor just hook up to the car test the bluetooth make sure it's working and all of that so uh, we can continue being proud of the inspections that we do so uh, another 
thing. Uh, we've got a little bit of uh, a reminder on work time. So work time is something that many will pay for, provided that it is um, it is documented properly, like you have all your ducks in a row, and provided that it's not... Um, you know, according to the the procedures manual, that it's not compensating for inefficiencies in the workshop, and then it kind of goes through all of these different things. So there's uh, some so a document hanging up on my uh, door that you can feel free to read if you haven't already with respect to work time. But um, keeping all your T's crossed and I's dotted means that you're going to be able to get paid, uh, I believe, up to an hour. We'll confirm with Glenn. But if you're doing something and you, you need a little bit uh, of additional time, that's something that is not coded in, um, in KSD, then that's going to be important for you to to keep your documents in in line there. So uh, there's also uh, another thing that's hanging up with respect to serial numbers and uh, vehicle identification. So whenever you're doing the uh, SARA case for TC, if you're doing anything, you need to make sure and have the serial number and the VIN matching up. There's also some documents uh, about this on my door, as well as no problem found situations. So, uh, sorry, the work time, I got that confused. The the no problem found, it, it will pay up to an hour if you are properly documenting that. So, some important information uh, for you to familiarize yourself on. And I believe last uh, but not least, I'd like to go over the warranty add-on uh, or or line changes going from customer pay to warranty. Uh, I've typed out an email to everyone that I'm going to go ahead and send out uh, just because sometimes it's a little easier for me to kind of write things out and get my thoughts in order. So I'll read it to everyone. Hopefully it, it makes sense. Um, but for the most part, it's just making sure that we're getting our signatures and approvals prior to work being performed. Or at the very least, if uh, if I'm not available or if Trent is not available, I want you guys to know that we want you to just keep on rolling, uh, not wait for us, of course. Like I think five minutes is probably reasonable if you shoot me a text and you need me to come look at something or give you a signature, line change, whatever. Um, if I'm not there within five minutes, uh, or if it's Monday and if Trent is not available, then we can move on to kind of a, a different process that will help ensure that we're getting the signatures that we need. So, so uh, lately, uh, and, and again, I'm sorry that I keep kind of hammering on this. Um, I, from what I understand, this has kind of been an ongoing issue, and it probably will until the end of time be an ongoing issue just because of all the different variables in our day-to-day. But I want to make sure that you guys are productive and efficient, um, but also that you know we're compliant with, uh, with these guidelines that falls on our shoulders. So uh, we've been having some ROs that have been submitted, so getting all the way to Glenn uh, without any warranty add-on lines or line changes being signed for. So again, when an um, add-on line is added, that needs to be technically inspected and approved and signed before any work is performed. Same thing with the if a line was customer pay and then there's like a warranty extension so it's going to warranty that should be signed before the repair is performed to to cya for sure um 
So being that these um, ROs are getting through without the signatures, it's obviously not ideal, especially if the repair was not actually a covered item. We have to avoid any negative repercussions of uncovered and unpaid repairs, both for the store and for used technicians through potential back flags. So the, the thing that that would really suck is if you do a repair and maybe uh, you misread the DCS for as far as an extension goes or or didn't check coverage to see if it was actually a covered item. If that's not a covered item, then that's uh, the risk of you being back flagged for that item is is definitely possible. So uh, what what I'll ask, I'm asking you to make an effort to obtain a signature prior to work being performed. Of course, this has been the, the norm, but uh, just reiterating uh, a reminder here. So Tuesday through Saturday, I'll ask that you continue to text me uh, for warranty add-on line signatures or line changes. I'll come find you as soon as I possibly can. Um, hopefully I, I'm pretty good at responding back to you whenever you guys need something Tuesday through Saturday. Uh, Mondays, please see Trent uh, as far as getting that done. But in efforts to ensure uh, we are compliant with the warranty policy and procedures and, and trying to help keep you on track, there's a new way of obtaining signatures or approval prior to, prior to the work being performed if neither Trent or myself is readily available. So there are a few steps here, but I think you guys will be able to work it in uh, quickly and painlessly. And again, it's going to help uh, CYA to make sure that all of your documentation is intact whenever you're performing the repair. So um, I'm happy to go over this procedure with anyone, again, that's not familiar with maybe some of the computer functions because it's a little bit of back and forth between your cell phone and your PC. So if you don't have your work email or any email set up on your phone, that's fine. I can help you do that. And hopefully this is the exception, not the rule. So you're not going to be doing this all that often. But again, the reason why I want to make sure uh, that this is an available avenue to you is so you don't get stuck waiting for me or waiting for Trent or or you just uh, you just become paralyzed because you don't want to do anything without getting the proper um, approval first. You know I want to make sure that that you guys have everything you need to keep uh, keep the ball rolling. So. Uh, you don't need to wait for a reply. What what I'm doing is uh, asking you to, to do this kind of virtually. So uh, I had outlined this in a previous email. I'm trying to go a little bit deeper to make it a little bit easier to understand. But um, you do need to, to double check the coverage if you're going to go into this second avenue. Again, just to clarify, this is if I'm not available, if Trent's not available, you need to get an approval. Please go ahead and proceed with this uh, with this process. So um, you obviously don't want to do any work that's not going to pay and the store doesn't want any claims that many won't pay. So uh, just a, a brief guide on how to accomplish this. Number one. Please use your phone to take a picture of the issue. So you got a dog bone contacting the oil pan. You got an oil leak. This is a warranty add-on line situation. So uh, please take a picture of it with your phone. And you can also take a picture of any supporting documentation like the DCS cover page, um, you know, that shows the VIN, shows that it still has warranty coverage, things like that. 
Uh, next, please email the picture to yourself in your Lithia email. Again, if you uh, have any questions about how to do that, I can, I'd be uh, more than happy to show you. Log on to your PC work email. So this is where you'll switch from your phone to your uh, computer at work. And then with the email that you sent to yourself with the pictures uh, in, in question, please forward that email to me. And in the subject line, please uh, write the RO, the last eight of the VIN, and the deficiency. So... RO123456, last date of the VIN, blah, 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 deficiency, uh, dog bone contacting oil pan, you know? Um, before you send the email, uh, use your computer's snipping tool. So this is a, a Windows tool, a pretty cool little drag and drop. Uh, use the snipping tool to snip uh, the email details and then copy, right click, uh, copy them into shop notes for that RO. So whenever you use the PC snipping tool, that automatically, you don't have to do anything else. As soon as you drag and let off the the left mouse button, then that's going to copy that snip to your computer's um, clipboard. So then right from there, you can open shop notes for that RO and simply right click and paste the snip into shop notes. So um, I know there's a couple of steps here that I don't want to get you guys too bogged down with uh, processes, but it's important that we have all of these things together. So the picture, you know, the email, as well as the, the snip in the shop notes. So everyone's on the same page. So the RO still needs to get signed. Please make a sticky note or some, some type of uh, note that you need to explain to the advisor that the RO has to get signed when you turn it into them. So rather than have you guys chase me around after you've done all of this stuff, um, then we just want to make sure that the RO still gets signed first and foremost, but that you have all of your ducks in a row prior to that. So please just make it known to the advisor that uh, there was a signature that is needed and was not obtained, has yet to be obtained. So that way we can make sure and catch it. But if you have all these things in, in play, then that's going to be uh, everything that, that I'll ask you to do for that. So uh, then let's see. I think that that is it, actually. And I really appreciate your guys' time. Again, maybe this is something that we'll be able to employ for our store, just so that way I can get kind of a platoon of information over to you. And then if you have any questions, if you want to follow up, you can always ask. Um, a cool a, a cool thing that I, I do miss, of course, is the camaraderie. So I, I do like having the meetings all together, but I do respect your guys' time. And if I can do it kind of virtually in this way, then I'm excited about, you know, keeping you doing whatever it is that you want to do besides being here for meetings. Uh, but one thing I'd like to, to ask just for some thought, uh, food for thought and kind of thinking is, what is uh, something scary that you have done for fun? So maybe you could uh, just chat with me on the side or, or shoot me a quick email. I, I love getting to know you guys even more. Uh, you're like, you know, all, all my brothers. So uh, what, is, what is something scary that you have done for fun? 
and let's let's have a chat about that. And uh, please do let me know if we need any tools that are in disrepair. We have a new control arm tool, so that should last us uh, a bit. Also, waiting for a new programming computer for fast service, and there's a, a couple of diagnostic heads I know that that we have out there. So. Again, thank you, everyone. I really appreciate you guys, seriously. Uh, all the work that you do every single day is, uh, is, is truly awesome. So thank you again. And I'll just look forward to seeing you guys out there. Bye now.